Well, have you ever, uh, have you ever heard about the uh, ice cream truck wars of the 1980s? Uh-uh. No, dude. It's so crazy. It's like, uh, in like 1980 in Glasgow, Scotland, like there was all these like different factions of ice cream truck men. And, um, to compete, what they started doing was like delivering groceries and stuff too, besides ice cream. Like you see the ice cream man come in, you run up to his fucking truck and he'd have like, not just ice cream. He'd have groceries. He'd have like uh, fucking toilet paper shit. He'd have like, uh, uh, drugs and stuff. And then what happened is these factions started battling and literally like ice cream men got murdered. Trucks got burnt like up. Like it was like no joke. Dude. It was like, I, and I'm just like, it's just so wild, dude. I can't even play <laughs> like people fighting over ice cream like that. They're the first Postmates, bro. Ice cream truck men, the 1980s in Scotland. Well, the first Postmates cause they were delivering everything. It wasn't just ice cream. They were bringing it all. And this is a Postmates ad. We're going to send this to them, and they're going to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> All right, sweet. Let's get into this. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 31 of the podcast. Excited to hang out with you guys, relax, kick it, try to decompress a little bit and spend some time together, catch up for the week. Uh, so if you guys have your joints packed or rolled or your fucking rigs ready, let's get them going. Let's uh, heat them up, let's smoke and relax and try to have some fun in this crazy time. But before we get into today's episode, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com uh, for all your like merch stuff we have shirts on there we're dropping new stuff all the time we have mood mats and sticker packs all sorts of stuff and we're actually working on a new website where we'll start dropping some accessories and stuff here soon hope we can drop it by the end of the year um actually the whole team is mostly waiting on me to do descriptions for a few things on one of the pages because we're doing all sorts of like facts and questions pages to like help people and like you know inform them about rbrs how to get them all sorts of stuff but also do some drops on our website but um and then another thing too uh september was it september september 27th is the next sunday sale that's going to be this weekend i don't know why i was so confused because it's in like four or five days and actually today is sunday the day this comes out so it's happening today um i'm going to be doing the preview this morning the podcast will probably drop before we do the preview of the pieces so some of you guys might watch this and then be like oh damn when's he going to post the preview of the sunday sale pieces so just watch that instagram page and uh, if you guys are new to the podcast and never watched this before, uh, make sure you guys follow me at They Did It and at Bear Mountain Studios on Instagram. Uh, those are my main pages where I'm posting up all the glass and whatnot. This podcast here, we mostly just rant, talk, smoke. We show off glass, talk about life, talk about business, and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, so thank you, everybody, that's tuning in. And uh, now we'll officially get into the episode. Now we did all the intro stuff. Mm. Today we're smoking some wedding cake. I remember the first like 10 episodes, all of us smoking was wedding cake, then it was GMO. Now we're back to wedding cake. Really happy to be back to the wedding cake. It's so fucking good. Uh, my dispensary that I go to down here in Colorado Springs is a cut above. And uh, they have a few strains that are always like kind of around and then they have new ones that pop in here and there. And this wedding cake and the GMO are always around, but I haven't seen the wedding cake in probably about a month, so it's nice to have some fresh wedding cake. It's super tasty, especially with a coffee. It's like that, just that really sweet, creamy, like full, like there's like, it's a got like OG gassiness to it too, but it's like 
that really full flavored weed and it's hard for me to explain but full flavor like it's just it's perfect whereas like sometimes you smoke something you're like it got me high but it was missing this or it tasted really good but didn't get me high this thing is all around gets stoned tastes good every hit is just like a mouthful of like just i don't even know great flavor okay yeah because mouthful because i don't inhale it i keep it in my mouth um this week do a little weekly wrap up here this week I mostly just worked on like finishing up people's custom pieces. Like we have a bunch of stuff on the table today. We're going to show off for my wife's custom, do a couple customs here. And then we have a 2014 honey jar recycler that I did a joint replacement on. I changed it from a male joint to a female joint. So I think we're gonna do a couple dabs on that today too. So a bunch of cool glass to kind of show off and get into. Um, and also this week I've just been kind of trying to just get caught up. That's really like ever since we did the Hetty Hawaii drop, I've just been trying to get caught up. The drop that size was, uh, it sets us back. It's kind of a funny thing. Like you do a drop that big and you think it's like this thing where you're gonna, it's gonna put you ahead, but it actually puts, put us behind quite a bit. Cause it was just so much glass to make it once and ship out. And it was just nuts. So we've been playing catch up, trying to get our lives back organized again and tie up a bunch of loose ends. Cause we built this studio in August of 2019. We did the remodel in this studio. So it's been set up for over a year now with this remodel, but it's still not complete. So like after that heady Hawaii drop, I was like, Cass, we need to like spend some time getting our stall of our loose ends tightened up because like we have everything half finished. And by the time we get it finished, it's all going to need to be redone again because it's going to be so old. So we really need to get on top of and tighten up everything we're doing. And she agreed because if you're not keeping everything like you know, together in your life, like you can easily start like losing little bits of it or falling apart. You start noticing qualities of your life aren't as good because you've stretched yourself so thin. So for us, we were trying to step back, trying to like get our heads clear and feel a little happier because we were also so overwhelmed with everything. And then spend some time getting our lives put a little bit more together because we have everything so half put together. But I think we're doing great, honestly. And I'm thinking by November, we should be back to wholesale. Um, but it's been a lot of work getting everything buttoned up, finished up, and just tying up loose ends and, you know, life shit. But it's been a good week overall. Man, this fucking wedding cake makes the week that much better. Oh, man, my coffee today, I got this honey in it. It's called fireweed. Because, of course, I had to buy it because I saw on the shelf fireweed. I'm like, well, let's get it. But I was at this honey store in downtown Colorado Springs, old Colorado City, they call it, I believe is the area in Colorado Springs. And I was at this store, they only sell honey. They sell like exotic honeycomb and exotic honeys from around the world. They sell this local stuff. And so we, we got a bunch of fucking honey, but one of the honeys I got was this fireweed one. And the, I was like, why do they call it fireweed? And he was like, well, after a big forest fire happens, the first plant that pops up is fireweed. And that's what the Native Americans called it because after a fire would happen, that's the only thing that'd be growing after the fire within like a week or two of the fire happening. And what they do is they send this the bees out to only pollinate the fireweed. And when they come back, they're bringing back fireweed nectar. So this specific nectar in here is fireweed nectar bug spit. So, cause that's what all honey is. It's like bee spit, right? Something like that. But this specific flavor has like this really like, it's almost like, like a smoky burnt wood flavor with honey. It's really fucking crazy. And this guy at the honey store, I talked to him for probably like 20 minutes because it was so interesting talking about everything he knew about honey. Like anytime you talk to someone that's passionate about something that knows a lot about something, I don't care what it is. I want to listen to him because 
I'm like, tell me more. Like, you know, so many interesting things about this one fucking subject. I told my wife after, I was like, I want to have this fucking guy on the podcast, but it wouldn't even be for anyone but myself. Cause I just want to know more about honey. So crazy. All the different, all the different stories he was telling me. And like, I don't know, I could get into it, but I don't really know what I'm talking about. I can just tell you from my experience that I enjoyed it. And we got some dope honey. We got that fireweed honey in the coffee today. I only tell you that cause I took a sip of it and man, it's fucking good. Especially I got the mentalist is the, uh, uh, coffee I'm drinking from um, Bulletproof. Look this up again. Man, I was um this morning like my wife uh she got upset with me for for something and it's just like little stuff like you know me I leave messes places I don't pick up after myself. Or I try to, but I don't do a good enough job. But I was already pretty baked this morning when it happened. And she got mad at me. And then, like, I was sitting there thinking to myself as she got mad. And then I walked away upset. And I'm like, I just left the door open. So that wasn't, like, a big deal to me. But her perspective, it was. So I was wondering, when people talk about we live in, like, a multi-dimensional world. Or there's multiple dimensions. I wonder... If each person, because we all are experiencing life in our own way or our own dimension. I wonder if like each person is a physical dimension. Because we could all be sitting in a car together, driving down the road, and we all see the same thing happen. But we all have a different perspective. We all have a different world we're living in. When we look at the color blue, we all see blue, but what's the color blue? Like, we all have our own perspective of everything. So I wonder if like people are physical representations of dimensions just walking around and we're just like experiencing life. And when you want to experience another dimension, you have a new relationship with someone or you have to meet a new friend and you learn about their world and their dimension, what they experience. I don't know. I smoke a lot of weed. You can romanticize almost anything and make it sound like it's deeper than it really is. It's a way more fun way to live, I'll tell you what. It's more fun to think deep, but at the same time, sometimes it's a burden. Because they say ignorance is bliss. And I get that. I feel like sometimes, if I didn't think so deep and didn't think so much and didn't overthink, maybe I'd be that much happier. Because if you're someone that overthinks, you can disrupt your reality or dimension with things that aren't even real. It's like thoughts and emotions are like, are like little things we introduce into our own little dimension that can affect the outcome of that world. I don't know. It's weird shit to think about. Man, this white cake is fucking good. <laughs> But you ever, uh, you ever exhale weed the wrong way? Makes you cough. Oh my god! But yeah, like when my wife was like getting upset with me this morning, I was like, "What's it like in her dimension, in her world? Like, what what is she seeing and experiencing when she's around me?" 
it's almost like when you, if you guys ever seen like videos of yourself and you're a kid or something, you watch like a video on someone's Instagram or Facebook and you see yourself in the background, just in the world. And you're like, that's what I look like. That's kind of what I mean when I like, I see my wife and I see her one way and she sees me one way. And so we're all seeing the world in our own way, our own little dimension. So that's why when you get upset with someone, you get frustrated with someone and you want them to see your dimension or your world, you want them to see your way or you want them to understand why you're upset and they're wrong. God, it's almost like trying to take something from another dimension and make it function in a place it's not supposed to be. Instead of telling people they're wrong, maybe you should just listen. That's one thing I tried with my wife when I was younger. And even nowadays, I still do it. I'm, I'm going to be a little bit, I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, but we all, we have our moments of weakness, but most of the time I try to just listen if she's upset with me and listen to everything she has to say and why. And then I try to think of what I did or maybe her perspective. What usually ends up happening is I just don't say anything. I just sit there quietly and she's like, you just don't care. You're ignoring me. And I'm like, no, I'm literally in my own head trying to listen to everything you're saying, work through it and find the best way to respond where I'm being truthful, but also compassionate and understanding to how you just, you know, interpreted what happened. And even if you say something like that, it makes them even more mad. I'll be honest with you. Don't ever say anything like that. Just, just, and if you say just, if you just say yes, you're right. That makes them mad too. I think sometimes ladies just want you to fight with them. I'm not, I'm not going to do it though. I refuse. I'll just be like, let's figure out what happened that got you this worked up and let's talk about it. And like, let's find figure out a way so it doesn't happen again, because I don't want you to feel that way. It wasn't like a big thing or anything that happened this morning. Um, my closet door is really close to the entrance of our bedroom. So I left my closet door open and then she tried to open the bedroom door and it got slammed and stopped and then bounced back and the door hit her. And she's told me a hundred times to put, close that closet door. Well, I'll tell you what, we've had those closets in that room for the last four years and we just put the doors on like a month ago when my dad was here. There's a reason I didn't put those doors on because I knew I wouldn't close them if they were on. And then I get yelled at. So I was like, I'm not, clo I'm not putting the doors up. And then my dad put them up. Now they're up and I keep forgetting to close them and those damn doors are getting me in trouble. I got excuses for days. I'll blame inanimate objects. Not my fault. Door did it. Just kidding. But... That's the ignorance is bliss thing too, is when you can just blame inanimate objects or other things. When you're totally okay getting fully worked up and mad at something and you can't calm yourself down, that's also another type of ignorance too. What calms me down is when I look at things and I see what I did wrong. It's the craziest thing like that. I mean, when I was younger, I didn't think that way as I start, when I started smoking a lot of weed and listening to a lot of podcasts, listening to other people talk, tell stories about their life, just like what I'm doing here. It made me realize a lot of things as far as like, you know, like how to calm myself down or figure out things through life. And I realized what calms me down is like, what did I do wrong? Or like in this situation, I'm getting all upset because I, someone hurt my feelings or did something to me. Like, what did I fucking do? Like sometimes you don't do anything to deserve something or sometimes you're in a place where you shouldn't be or you like, you almost set someone up to be shitty to you. You know, I think it's just about being more aware of like the people around you and the places you're at and your expectations. All right. Enough of that. You guys know how we start the podcast. We like to talk about some weird shit in the beginning just to get, just to make sure anyone that's not into it, they're just like, well, this is weird. I'm getting out here before we get into the fun. Cause we're going to take some dabs. We're going to show off some glass. I got an RBR cap here. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to take a dab. 
and then we're gonna take a dab through that dab and yeah whatever but we'll do that in a minute here i gotta put the other cap on there to balance it but yeah we'll, we'll spin some pearls with that but first we'll take a dab on my wife's piece and um we'll tell some more stories we'll do some ig shout outs and um we'll just keep on rolling through this episode 31 we're fucking killing it. And this is our first episode we're doing with our new producer, Aija. Is it Aija or Aija? Aija. Aija. Okay. I just want to make sure I say it right. Cause my I say everything wrong. And my wife's always like, you say that wrong. Is that sure how you say it? Like anyone named Brandon or Brendan? Like, oh my God. Like my guy, Brandon, that works here. I called them both names purposely. Cause I'm like, I want him to correct me. Which one is it? Eventually I had to look at my, his paycheck to figure out like, exactly which one it was because he wasn't telling me he was just letting me call him both names i'm like motherfucker and then i was like evan you should probably just ask him like is it brandon or brendan but after a few months you're like this is offensive i'm just gonna keep calling him different names <laughs> but, but we've settled on brandon that's what i call him now so <laughs> but yeah but uh yeah i hope you guys are doing pretty good today um man like this Every time I think about this year and I want to like say, I hope you guys are doing good and doing things. I'm like, God, there's so many places where people aren't doing good. But that's why I always say hope because even if the situation you're in right now is horrible, all of it's temporary. That's what you got to tell yourself when it's the worst. Like this is just temporary. This is not forever. Everything is temporary. That's the, uh, what we talk about while we heat up the nail to do concentrated weed. You know, if someone was really uneducated, say you don't know anything about smoking marijuana or anything, you just know that there's weed out there. And you saw a video of a guy just doing this. And you're like, oh my God, he's about to do some serious drugs right now. And I guess it is. You give some people a dab and they will fucking go to cloud nine. They'd be like a DMT trip for him. Then there's other people that it's just like taking a hit off a joint or smoking a cigarette. It's just a mild stimulant with some nice flavor that, you know, makes you feel good. This turbo meter is killing the game though. I'll tell you what, my chest has been feeling way better. I think I was taking hot dabs for a while there. Even if I would let the timer go for a while, I just don't think they were right. There was probably just a little too spicy because I've been able to take bigger dabs lately and not that I'm going to take a bunch of giant dabs right now, but like, you know, by myself and I'm just like chilling there and I'm like, oh, I'm going to do something ignorant. I take a big scoop and I'm like, check me out world. And I throw it on there and I get it in and I feel like a cool kid. Um, I've been able to do that lately with all these extra pearls and the turbo meter. So, cause I think we talked about it last episode, how I'm using extra boral pearls or I don't even fucking know if I talked about that last episode, but I've been doing that this week too. Been putting a bunch of extra pearls in the nail just cause, uh, that extra surface area as close as I get to the terp slurp I had someone offer me a terp slurp the other day too they offered to give me two terp slurps two brand new ones in exchange to get on our list for an order so it wasn't even to pay for the order it was just like a gift to get on to get an order and I wanted to do it so bad but the wifey's like we have like hundreds of people waiting to get orders that have been on the list for over three years like there's absolutely no way and I'm like okay looks like I'm not getting a terp slurp that's okay though it's nice not getting everything you want all the time. It uh, keeps you keeps you humble and keeps you grinding. 
But at the same time, even if I had all like, I don't really have things I want. Like sometimes I think about like having like a like a, a nicer car or something. But at the end of the day, I'm like, that would just be fun to like drive my daughter to school. Like it's not really something like I need or it's like if I drove for work, maybe I would need a nicer vehicle because I can go back and forth. But it's not. I don't like. I don't need anything like crazy. Um, it's just like a fun thought to think about. And if I ever actually had the money to get like a, like a nice ass vehicle, I'd just put it back into my business. Cause it's, I've already said on the podcast, it's happened a few times. I've had all this money ready to go for like a vehicle. And then I'm like, eh, let's put it into the studio. Let's put it into bear mountain. Let's start a podcast. Let's buy a bunch of equipment for that. Let's do something else. Let's not buy a vehicle. Cause it's not going to do anything for us. But yeah, it's having goals and having things you want is a great way to fuel yourself and motivate yourself but at the end of the day that shit doesn't really make you happy all it's going to do is distract you long enough till you get to a point where you're an old person you're like fuck i should have fixed this years ago i was just so distracted grinding so hard trying to buy that next toy some green dot fatso some some bho some beautiful little diamonds i let this sit kind of long so but we'll see it should still work Oh yeah, she worked. Wow, terps. <coughs> wow, <coughs> that fatso. That fatso is fire. That is like a, that'll make your eyes sweat. Um, the flavor profile on that fatso from Green Dot. It's the fatso number one, and this is their full spectrum extract. I've been buying this green dot lately. I mean, I've, I got my laser cat and my Oleo and my fucking 710 laps too. I got all my rosin and shit, but um, I don't know. <coughs> BHO nowadays is just so fucking good. I, I can't help but try some of it. But man, that fatso is straight just fuel terps with like cleaning. It tastes like like bleach cleaning solution with like fucking gas and fuel. Ter- it's just so funky. And again, when we describe the Terps on these podcasts, none of it ever sounds like something you'd want to smoke. Like last episode, I think I described something as like cat piss and something else. Like, <coughs> But there's something about these flavors that are appealing when it comes to cannabis. I can't explain it why, but it's just, it's just really something about it. Wow, that fatso rocked my world. I actually took a dab of that shit the other night in live and I like had to get off there. I was just like confused. I was like, whoa, I'm not making sense anymore. I got to get off this live video. I've done that a couple times recently and I'm like, okay, there's like gotta be a fine line. You don't want to be just some guy that's like doing drugs on videos and like getting fucked up for people. Like, you know, like you want to make sure you're working and stuff too, but it always happens when it's like one in the morning and I'm already going to bed anyways. It's like my last dab of the night. So I'll like take a big one and then like, um, the Twitch people kind of have a thing. They say like glasses down when I'm getting really baked, like the glasses go down because I don't want people to see my eyes because they turn into these like little red ripe tomatoes. And I just, I'm just so stoned and I'm just like kind of like staring off into nothing cause I'm in my own head thinking. So it's been happening the last few nights over. I've just like had to get off live, but I shouldn't even, I should just take the last dab and then say goodbye. What happens is I take the last dab and then I sit there and just stare into nothing and think because it's just like so late. I'm so tired. I've been working since, you know, 630 in the morning. When I say working, it's like once your kid wakes up, you're working. I mean, that ain't, you ain't, you know, relaxing with your coffee and doing that. Like It's like, okay, there's little fits and you got to get them changed. And it's just it's crazy. 
So by one in the morning, by the time I've worked to the next day, because I work till tomorrow every day, I've worked till tomorrow every day for the last, definitely the last four years. Um, but in the beginning, I was working a lot too. But like consistently, once this studio was set up, I've worked till tomorrow almost every single day, except for like a couple of Christmases. But Thanksgiving, I work every night. And every Thanksgiving at night and stuff like I work till tomorrow every day. It's my one goal in my head is like, as long as you work till tomorrow, every single day, if you don't succeed, like it wasn't meant to be bro. Like, cause you tried like, so, um, it's one of my things that kind of calms me down working that much. I'm like, you're giving it your all. Like, cause I might just have this crazy fear of it. Not about not being able to take care of my family and just like not, you know, seeing people I love suffering and I'd like, so I have this crazy anxiety and fear about it that pushes me to work like a fucking animal and just go super hard and put all my money into this dream just cause it's it. When you're a high school dropout and for the last seven years you've been smoking weed and making bongs, your options become limited. So this is it for me. I mean, I could be a construction worker or a landscaper if I want to and probably make enough to keep paying for stuff. But still like this is, this is the dream right here. All you guys that believe in me, that watch my podcast, that also support Bear Mountain Studios and the drops and buy RBRs, buy merch. And I know not all of you can afford a piece just watching the podcast and liking, subscribing to our channel, liking the videos on Instagram. All these things are ways you can support Bear Mountain Studios and the What's Up Everybody podcast. So I appreciate all you guys that are trying to you know, help support this dream of mine and see that we succeed. Uh, I feel grateful for all you guys out there. It's... Um, it's weird you know I grew up in a little farm town and it's like just being like someone that grew up in a small town with like you know like there was like 60 people in my whole fucking grade like and that was in high school um now just being connected with thousands of people from around the world and having people reach out that I don't even know and say you know super kind stuff or now what's happening because I've done over 30 hours of talking about life and my perspective and you guys have learned a lot about me on a more personal level. I have even more people reaching out just, you know, just connecting or saying, Hey, like, I know you might not see this message, but I just want to let you know, like I watched your podcast or I did this and you know, this helped me here and just, it's just weird coming from like a small town and now being connected with so many people I don't know that seem to know me so well because I've talked so much on camera. I know it's only been like 30 episodes, but that's 30 hours of talking. Um, that's a lot of talking to hear from one person. I don't care who you are. You know what I mean? You have coworkers that you haven't heard talk this much. You have maybe family members you haven't even heard talk this much. So I'm sharing a lot of this stuff with you guys and sharing what I'm trying to build here because it's not possible without all you guys. So I need to share it with everyone so everyone can see what it is and what we're building and what it's all doing and all of that. It's the same stuff that I say to my couple guys that work here at Bearmont Studios. It's like, this is everything we're doing, transparent about everything. Like we're really, this is our goal. Like this is where we want to get to. And this is like what everyone, you know, can benefit and be part of and enjoy. And that's from the worker's side. And then from like the actual product we put outside, it's all about just like getting that function out there getting things out there for people to share and create experiences with. Cause that's what it is. I've said it before, but I haven't said it in a while on the podcast, but anyone listening to this that owns any pipe or even has ever bought like weed or anything, um, 
when you get that new pipe or that new like bag of weed, like you hit up the homies, you want everyone to come over and smoke, or at least that was my experience. And you're like, Oh, come try this new rig I got or this new bong I got, or like come try this new weed I got. And it's like this fun, exciting. It makes you feel like a kid again. It makes you feel like that fun, exciting thing that you used to just get all the time when you were a kid, when you just like hang out with your friends. But as you get older, you get busy responsibilities, you get less and less of that feeling. So that exciting thing about getting that new pipe that everyone can come over and smoke and have fun with it and enjoy it. Like that's what it's about for me. And like, I feel like hopefully the RBR is like, that's always been the goal with the RBR was like the daily driver, the piece that, you know, more people can obtain and enjoy together. However, I say that now it's become a thing where like almost people are like, do you even make them anymore? And I'm like, I'm selling. I'm, it's, I don't understand how it's getting busier and I can't, I'm not putting out more glass, but the demand is going up. I don't understand it, but I appreciate everyone that's supporting. Um, that's a big thing with the podcast too, because I can't make any more glass. So how can I give you guys more? Like, so I got the podcast is a huge way I can share more with you guys. Like maybe I can't make more pipes, but every week I can give an hour where I just sit down and talk about life and try to give you guys a quality, like <clears throat> at least, um, video and sound. I'm not going to say my content or the shit I talk about is quality, but uh, we at least try to make it watchable as far as the uh, equipment side and stuff. So we try to do it every week, and we have been for a while. Whatever whatever 31 episodes divided by weeks is. I think we missed, like, one week because it just was a bad week in the world, and we are like, we're not doing a podcast this week. The world's ending. And then another time was because of, like, a snowstorm happened, and my producer lived, like, an hour and a half away, and it just wasn't safe to drive. So we were like, let's, let's just fucking do next week. But for the most part, we've really fucking stuck with this thing. Let's take some more dabs. I keep going off on tangents. Don't mind me. I have a story I wanted to talk about today that I've only vaguely touched on a couple of times. and never really got into it, but I'm going to talk about it today after a... Uh, maybe we'll do the double dab right now, or I, I could save it for the end because honestly, that double dab, like I might not be able to make sense after that. Yeah, let's not do that just yet. Let's take a dab on... Jake's 14 millimeter Mystique purple lollipop standard RBR and um, Jake chills in all my Twitch streams and stuff. Um, I think it's like he has family members that hang out too. I think it's like one of his parents is like about it too. They love the lifestyle and they hang out in the streams. So I love when families are into it together because that's how my family is. Like my dad's been on the podcast. If you guys have watched a handful of these episodes, you might have seen one with him. Um, <clears throat> so my family's all about it too. So that's, that's a blessing right there. I couldn't imagine being, uh, <clears throat> couldn't imagine growing up in a household where parents just weren't open-minded and I don't know. My parents have always been like stoners, but also really strict. It's weird, but it was perfect. I couldn't have asked to grow up any other way. I mean, maybe a little bit less guilt trips, but I think a lot of parents do that. They'll guilt you for shit. Or that's at least if you grow up like, maybe that's just like a regional thing or like a generational thing. Maybe I didn't mean regional. I think generational is what I meant to say. Cause like my parents, my dad was like born in like the fifties. So my parents are a little bit older. My dad's like older. I I don't even know how old he is. I think he's like, fuck, I think he's 68. I have no idea. 66. He's 66. But um, they grew up in a different generation. So I feel like, you know, maybe if my parents grew up more in like the, you know, like 80s, I would have had like a different like upbringing. But I grew up with people that had really old values. 
So I think guilt tripping is part of how they raise people in that time. I think back in like the fifties and stuff, people just made you feel bad about shit. And that's how they made you not do stuff bad. They're like, Hey, here's a guilt trip. My parents watch this though. So I'm not hating on you guys. I'm just saying it's what it is. <laughs> this mystique and purple lolly though, they complement so well. Cause mystique is a blue that actually has some like purple in it. It's got like this little bit of a purple hue, so they really can't. I'm gonna turn it this way though, so you guys can see that opal while I heat it up. But I love that that purple, like kind of like cloudy bluish color the Mystique has. On camera, it's gonna mostly look blue, but if you see it in person, you'll you'll see that the purple in it in the color as well. Damn, those little fucking marbles were dirty. Those little pearls, were smoking. We got some smoky pearls. That's the only thing about when you have stuff with a lot of surface area, that means there's tons of surface area covered in reclaim. So when you're cleaning it, that's why a lot of people, they'll actually throw their pearls and everything right into the alcohol. I actually have like clean pearls in the alcohol, but you know, it's what it is. I'm lazy, I should've just thrown those in here, but whatever. Um, a lot of people throw their shit right in alcohol to just get that surface area fully coated so you can strip that reclaim off there because it could chaz up your nail. This nail's a little bit, a little bit chazzed, but She's still, she's still good. Man, I've been working to one one thirty every night. Though I'll tell you what, I did take a break from the late nights, and now I'm starting to get back into it, and I'm feeling it a little bit. Um, mostly feeling it's just so hard to get up. I don't care who you are. Like when I was only sleeping three hours a night, it was hard to get up in the morning. But now, like, I'm st I'm getting six hours a night, and it's still fucking like hard to get out of bed. I don't know. When I was going to bed at like eleven. 30 midnight I was feeling perfect this 130 shit actually is is not super awesome but I'm getting the work done I have to do it you know guys that's the thing it's like sometimes even if something isn't comfortable or like a situation at work isn't the best like mine's great but you kind of just got to do it. it is what it is um so like right now I got to work late it is what it is uh, I'm happy and lucky that I can work and I'm lucky that I have business. So I have to work late. These are all good things Really not trying to complain I'm gonna use the RBR spinner cap just straight on this thing too though because it works as a regular cap But I think at the end of the episode we need to do a double nail dab And then I'll need to like lay down after that episode because the double dabs they inherently make you take the whole dab deeper because you throw your first dab on the nail, you cap it, and then you're not even thinking about that. You're more focused on putting the next dab on that top nail, so you're just inhaling this whole first dab super deep. And then you're like, okay, now I got the second cap on, now we're going, then you start hitting it. So before you even really start hitting it, you've already inhaled like a whole dab. So it's just a real mess. And it's a super inefficient way to smoke. I wouldn't recommend that anyone does it. Um, but um, it's fun, and if you like to have fun, get yourself an RBR spinner cap, because it's some real fuckery. There's no reason to put a dab on top of a dab. Just take two separate dabs and enjoy them. Why take such a big one and cough and you know struggle and fumble and be shaking all the nails? But why not? You know, why not have some fun? Why not live life on the edge a little bit? Get a little scared. Like, oh, is the nail gonna break? Am I gonna drop the carb cap? <coughs> Am I gonna throw up? Was it too much? Who knows? Try it. <coughs> okay, this is about ready. It's actually definitely ready. I'm probably going to take a cold one again, knowing me. 
I don't even care though. Oh my cold one. Yeah, this is at like 380. But she's still smoking pretty good. Let's turn around this way. Hey. Wow, 380 was fucking turped out. I'll tell you what. And that RBR spinner cap fucking works really good. These new lathe made ones are super tight. Like, that's a lathe made one too. They're just <coughs> super dialed in. <coughs> fucking love my lathe. Feel so grateful to have these machines. Haven't even used this one yet. We're going to use it here soon though. It's been sitting for eight months yeah but it's what it is what are you gonna do we're busy busy buying tools i can't even use yet um but my lay that my station's the same exact one just a little bit different colors and i've been using the fuck out of it i have learned so much and i can tell i'm at year seven of glass blowing at year 10 of glass blowing i'll be three years on the lathe my podcast will be three years old i think year 10 of glass blowing is going to be a pretty big year for us as far as like the products we're going to be putting out are going to be, I'm just probably going to be, I'm going to have a lot more practice on the lathe at that point. I'll be like three years on the lathe and I just know I'll be doing like way crazier shit. So it's just, it's just fun being able to like practice and learn all this stuff. It's fun that like you guys are into it too and following like all the people in my Twitch stream. Like if you guys want to fucking hang out, go to my Twitch channel and follow or subscribe if you want to. But like the last four days I've streamed in Twitch for six hours a day and like we're, I'm in there for at least two hours a day, but like the new schedule, we just got new cameras and stuff. This shit's about to get set up. I'm going to be in Twitch for at least probably six hours a day, minimum, like five days a week. So, and maybe more, maybe longer. Cause it's just, I'm like, if I'm working, might as well just fucking flick the camera on. You guys can hang out and chat, talk to each other, talk about glass and you know, Fuck, create new friends, relationships, and have some fun. I'll be in the background blowing glass. I'll take breaks. I'll sesh with you guys. So if you guys have never been to my Twitch, I know some of you might just watch the podcast. You might just follow me on Instagram. Check out the Twitch, though. That's where I'm hanging out. I haven't done an Instagram Live in months because we switched over to Twitch. That's where we hang out now. Uh, you can find that link in the bio on my Instagram, but it's uh, Bear Mountain Studios um, at Twitch. So check that out. Um... So yeah, we'll do we'll do a little story time. A couple more dabs. Um, so back when I was first starting blowing glass, what's up? Forty minutes. Okay, cool, perfect. We're at a great time. Everything. I'll tell you what, guys. Having this little layout I have here. There's like a, if you guys want to start a podcast or something. I think that like what we need to do is like we actually have an email for the What's Up Everybody podcast, and we have an Instagram. I think pretty soon here, I want to give the Instagram to uh, Aisha or find another person to help us so they can like do stuff. But I would love to help other people with their podcasts too that are just trying to start up in our little community because the more of us that do this kind of stuff, the better. It really is. The more of us just talking and communicating and giving people places to hang out and express themselves is um, is awesome. People want more to watch. People want more places that they can go to escape and feel comfortable and chill. So I think there's a lot of us out there that have a lot to offer 
and sometimes you just need someone to motivate you to turn that camera on because I'm sure there's a lot of you guys and girls out there that have a lot to say. Um, they'd probably help, you know, a, a, even if just a couple people, you know, nowadays that connection and communication is so important for our species because our communication's evolving so much with text messaging and, you know, social media, the way we communicate is evolving faster than our brains can develop for it. Our brains aren't evolving as fast as this communication is evolving. So we need to continue to talk to each other. We need to continue to look at each other, make eye contact and, you know, make people feel, you know, present or like they matter <clears throat> because all it takes is that one person to get their feelings hurt and then they start a damn genocide or something. You know, you got to watch out. People are sensitive these days, sensitive people. <laughs> It's crazy. I'm so sensitive, though. I'm one of them. I'm one of the sensitive people. I grew up in the 90s. I'm a millennial. Like, I was born in 1990, so I'm like I'm like that real, I think, when the sensitive ones really started popping out. So um, I'm one of them, but I'm working on it, all right? I'm trying. Trying to get through this life with thick skin, but it's hard. It's hard because if you're a good person I think you usually care about what your peers and people around you think because if people think negatively about you and if you're a rational person you might go hey is there some what's it validity is that the word or is there some weight in what they're saying I love trying to use words that I don't know what they mean it's really exciting I hope I learn more words by talking on camera long enough okay back to what I was saying I'll make this um semi semi quick though but we got a little bit of time we got about you know 18 minutes or so uh, before we hit our hour mark, we're trying to keep these around an hour to keep them consistent there for you guys too. Uh, if we do guests, so we'll probably keep them just as long as they go. But, um, yeah. So when I first started blowing glass, uh, I told you guys the story, how about my wife and I, we went to the Corning glass museum and that's where we actually took a class there, which was just basic torch safety. We made like a little marble. We made some Maria's. It was a very basic flame working course for, you know, we were the youngest people in there. Everyone else in there was over 70. It was like very like for like, you know, it's like elderly or kids. It wasn't like, you know, crazy technical shit. We actually didn't blow glass the first couple classes. It was just talking about safety. So that is how we got started in glass blowing. And I vaguely talked about how someone hired me to um, hired my landscape company to do a job, and then I saw them blowing glass. I'll go a little bit into this story, um, just because it relates to other stuff we were talking about today. But um, I basically this guy saw me on Facebook that I had grown up skateboarding, and he was always at the skate park, but we didn't really know each other, but we would run into each other here and there. And uh, he hit me up. He was like, "Hey, man, I saw you have a landscape company." Um, would you like to come up like, and, uh, you skateboard, we want someone to dig like a big hole in our back behind a barn because we're going to put in a big fucking skate ramp, like a pool. And I was like, all right, sounds good. And like, I went up and like gave him the estimate or whatever. And then we did the job. And then when I went to get paid, um, he wanted to do a trade, which is kind of wild. But I was like, well, we should probably should talk to that about that before I brought up like a $70,000 excavator and like an operator and all this stuff. But so we did like a little trade. So we figured it out and he was a glass blower. He was actually one of uh, a bigger glass blower, like in our industry. I'm not going to name people just because it's not like my place, but I can at least tell a story of my perspective and stuff I learned from it. And that's what this is about. What can we learn from our experiences? So, um, he did a trade with me. He's like, Hey man, I'll like, you can blow glass up here. I'll show you some things, um, and trade for like you digging that 
that hole for us to put the pool in. I was like, all right, cool. My wife really wants to blow glass anyways. We've been blowing glass. We did a class at Corning and we haven't been able to blow glass in the last eight months since we did that class. Like, so I'd love to have a place to keep doing pursuing it. So um, we worked a deal and we had like, I think about like, I think it was like two months or something like that of like rent or some, something like that. We had a bench space for this amount of time. We figured out what it cost me to dig the hole and what it cost for me to work there. And we just did like an equal trade or whatever. But in that couple months time, like, you know, this, I, I was a guy that had a big truck and trailers and stuff. So this guy had me doing other stuff. You know, I was, I moved his, like he got his first lathes and I moved them for him. I went and got them. It was a two hour drive to go get them. Then two hours back, um, did a lot of stuff. And I was like, I had a landscape company I was running too. I wasn't just like some kid that was just like hanging out, smoking weed. Like I had like a company with like employees and people that were working. It was just a lot of stuff going on. And, um, but that's, that's totally besides the point. It has nothing to do with the story just saying that was a little bit of ego coming out there i was like this kid belittling me i work hard too you know that's a little bit of the ego coming out it happens so we're all human um but he like i had a couple months there we learned a bunch of stuff and then i was like okay cool like we'd like to keep blowing glass let us pay to blow glass here so we paid for a month but then like that first month we paid for he like after like a couple weeks of us first starting to pay for the bench, um, I think the vibe, he, like, I think I'm going to say like, cause I'm trying to look on his perspective too. I think the vibe of me and my wife might've been throwing off his vibe or his flow. Like, cause we were just learning. So like, say like I was like trying to do something it didn't work and I was a little bit bummed out. So I'd like go sit down and maybe like that or whatever. Like, I don't know. I don't know. My wife thinks it's for other reasons, but I was just saying, Hey, maybe our vibe was throwing him off. But one day he basically told me, Hey man, your wife can't blow glass here anymore. And well, she was my girlfriend at the time, but whatever. I call her my wife now. Cause she is, um, he's like, she can't blow glass here anymore. Like it's just what it is. He's like, I still want you up here working. Like we want you part of the team. And I was, and he was like trying to be really like, you know, nice about it. And I think in his eyes, he was like, this is an opportunity for you having like, think about your future. But in my head, I'm like, bro, I come as a package. Like, this woman is my future. Like, this is it. Like, it's me and her. Like, so if she's not allowed somewhere, then I'm not allowed there. Like, that's what it is. That's basically what I told him. Um, and then I ended up going to a, a champ's trade show and doing all this stuff by myself. And, like, some of his um, <coughs> minions were doing some trolling on the internet and trying to just, you know, make me look bad right out the gate and make me fail. Um but what I'm, I always wonder when I think about this now that it's been like seven years is that like in his perspective, like I did him wrong, you know, like in his, um, in his dimension to take it back to what we were talking about in the beginning of this podcast and his, I would love to see his dimension. And my wife's like, why do you care? Like, what? and I'm like, honey, why do I care? Like, why did I do like two years of like Holocaust study and go like travel to the Holocaust museum and learn all about like world war two, because I couldn't figure out why people would do the things they did to each other. The psychology of it was just, to me was just is so interesting. I'm like this, how, like what happens to someone, especially now that I'm a dad, I have this little two year old baby. I'm like, they all start, we all start as these little babies. What happens? What happens? to people that gets them to this level where they're okay doing these horrible things or they want so much power to control people. But, um, yeah, my point is what I was like, I was thinking, I'm like, I want to, I would love to 
have seen his dimension or his perspective? Was I like, was I just like this goofy idiot construction worker that, you know, like he was like, oh, this guy will be a good worker because he like works hard and he's like focused. He'll just do it. Like, or like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. It's weird. And he was like, oh, like was his perspective? Oh, Evan, like this is your future. Like you shouldn't be thinking about some girl. Like you should focus on your future. Like she'll figure her shit out. I don't know. I'm loyal. That's my thing. I have the people I love and I stick with them. It's what it is. I don't quit on people. But um, that dude, like, to ask someone that, to like, you know. But my perspective of it was that this guy just didn't get it. I was like, dude, this is, I'm not going to be staying in Lafayette, New York. I'm not going to, like, I want to do bigger things. Like, in my head, I was like, you're better off just working with me and, like, staying on good terms with me because I'm not going to stop unless I die. And what this comes down to, what I wanted to talk about, is, like, he treated me a certain way that it gave me fuel to grind super hard. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this ever except for with my wife. But for my first two years of glass blowing, all my fuel was to prove someone wrong. It was, like, this really immature thing this grind in my head this really ego driven to prove someone wrong the outcome is i got good at like working glass and working like an animal because i was so viciously angry um but obviously i wanted to be a glass blower that's how i got into it but what was pushing me to work till one two three four in the morning then get back up and go landscape from 6 30 in the morning to 5 30 at night and then blow glass all night and only sleep a couple hours a night and just be this primal fucking like animal what pushed me was to prove to someone that like dude like you should have just told me evan you're gonna do great man like i got ideas for you if you need help you if you were like that with me i probably wouldn't have succeeded i probably wouldn't have made it out of lafayette but because you were telling me how i couldn't do something and had people attacking me on the internet and like the first shop that posts up a piece that buys something from me, everyone immediately says all these hateful things, how shitty it is and stuff like them doing that. Just like, I'm like, damn dude, like you, you made your own worst enemy. Like you made someone that's going to annoy you forever. You should have just been nice to me. And I would have just probably just done my own thing and never really, I don't even know. I really do think like I give credit to this dude that did that from part of my success because I saw the inside of the fish tank, how they were doing things. And I was like, whoa, these dudes wake up at two o'clock in the afternoon and they're making more money than me. And I'm killing myself with a landscape company. They have less overhead. What's going on here? Like just the excavators were running cost more than all the fucking torches and kilns combined. I'm like, these guys are doing this good and I'm killing myself. And this is how they're living. Fuck. No, I love smoking weed and making pipes. I got this. Um, but then, you know, and then someone to tell you, you couldn't do it. And if you're a competitive person, that's, you know, has a, you know, an ego that's really competitive when you're young. That's how I was. I'm definitely different now. It comes out sometimes when I'm a bit different now. Um, it kind of like lit a fire under me and I just, I just worked so hard to prove something. And then four years after that happened, I saw him at a trade show and he came up to me it was at like the hard rock cafe or some of the circle bar. And he came up to me and started talking to me and he was like, saying how he was like really mad at me before and all this stuff. And, and then I like, and then right then when I looked into his eyes and I was talking to him, I immediately didn't care anymore. I was like, Oh my God, like 
what was I doing? This dude has his own life, his own problems, his own things he's figuring out. He was upset too. Everyone was upset. Why? But I, but at the same time, I'm I'm grateful for it because it gave it lit a fire under me to grind and get and get focused and get good at something. But um, I don't know. You know, sometimes it's like the outcomes. It's like the sacrifices, the things that happen. It's like were things worth it or like whatever. Like, but people are who they are. I always try to see other people's sides of the story and their perspective so I can better understand why they did something. So I don't become so hateful and bitter towards people. I think that's the biggest struggle for us because it's so easy to hate someone it's so much it's so easy to just be like a dick to someone and hate on like or like not even like hating on them like picking on them like if someone's shitty to you it's much easier to tell them to fuck off than it is to be like tolerant and just like suck it up and be like okay listen like what's the ripple effect what happens if i throw the rock back at them what's it affect does it, is this all ego driven? Is it only going to make my ego feel better, but it's going to hurt my family? What's the ripple effect? So I think about every stone before I throw it now. I used to just fucking whip them when I was younger and just be like, fuck it, throwing a bomb. Let's see what happens. I'll fight him. Let's do it. But nowadays I'm like, no, there's a way bigger game we're playing. I have to strategically pick the battles and fights I'm going to pursue so that I understand the outcomes that make the most sense for what I'm doing. So, but what the fuck? I don't even know what I'm talking about, right, guys? We're getting near the end of the episode. We got to do a couple more dabs. We got to do a dab on, um, what's his name? I think it's Too Much Chaos. He's always chilling in Twitch with me. Um, we got to get a dab on his micro. It's Mystique and Pink Slime. I told these guys I'd give them a shout out, smoke their pieces. Um, so let's get this last dab in on this guy's rig, and then we'll do the double dab. Um, maybe we'll do a dab on that honey jar. We'll just do a bunch of dabs back to back in this last, like, you know, we'll, we'll spend another like five, 10 minutes together. Fucking close out this week and we'll try to do good this, this upcoming week. We'll try to do even better. These podcasts have helped me so much mentally, even if they're just, you know, it's only a few of us that hang out here and are chilling and listening to these. I don't even care. Cause for me, this is like a fucking digital journal. I get to come here and talk and figure out things myself because I talk about stuff out loud. I'm just thinking out loud essentially. And then at the end of it, I've already worked through something in my own head, maybe something that was upsetting me. I have days where I come in here and I'm super stressed out or upset about some situation. And then I, I talk about it from a third person's perspective. And then I look at myself and I'm like, why were you getting so upset? Fuck, we did not clean this nail. Someone didn't. Probably me. I love, I love just blaming someone else though. I'll be like, fuck, who didn't clean this? But yeah, this is our first week with like our new equipment and everything, guys. We're starting to buy our own stuff. And like, luckily our new producer, Aja has some equipment too. So he was nice enough to bring stuff down. So we're slowly accumulating more and more. Our next goal is to get a camera that goes right above me right here so we can focus in on the concentrates and the flower we're looking at. So when I'm breaking it up or we're doing melt shots, we can actually see that better and have like a little third kind of window or something right here that's just showing what's happening on that camera. Um, <clears throat> so lots of things to be improved, lots of things we're working on, but I'm excited to just keep building this brick by brick, little by little. I can't wait to see what it becomes. 
regardless i'm proud of all of you guys and myself and everyone that supports this and keeps coming back i see the messages i try to get back to all the dms about the podcast because the dms i get about the podcast aren't like hey how much is this or how much for a custom the dms are like hey man like uh this happened to me or i had a similar situation or like this helped me or thank you so much for doing these like they're they're important these people are taking out you guys are taking an hour out of your day to sit here with me and uh, listen to me just ramble and figure shit out for myself talk about glass a little bit that's the funny thing about my podcast a few people have watched it and been like i thought it was gonna be about like glass or something (laughs) i'm like nah dude this is just me getting high and fucking ranting whatever i'm dealing with that week or that day or things i've figured out i want to share with you guys so maybe it helps you with something you're trying to figure out i'm not I'm not trying to say like I know anything. I just found that a lot of the podcasts I enjoy, they're people that I look up to and enjoy and they're sharing stuff about their lives or moments when they got upset or vulnerable or felt mad and how they got through it and actually helps me like understand that everybody's fucking human and we're all working through shit and we are all going through something. So, and when you realize that no better time than during a pandy is when you realize that that everyone's truly going through something, you would think it would bring us closer. Unfortunately, I think that we are being pushed a little bit farther apart right now. I hope that something happens or I hope enough people talk out there and try to bring people together so that um, we aren't so separated because the division in our country right now is terrifying. Uh, I know this is not what we talk about in this podcast, but I'm just being real. We're waiting for the nail to cool down. All right, it's about ready. It's especially scary if you got fucking kids. Like, oh my God. I grew up with movie theaters and carnivals. What the fuck's my kid growing up with? Masks and fucking social distancing. It's weird. Okay, let's get a good angle on this guy here. Uh, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We'll put an RBR and an RBR. Our mouthpiece is kind of in a weird spot, but I'll get to it. Oh, actually, I wanted to use your bubble cap on this because there's your bubble cap, though. That was nice and low temp. That's actually what I needed before I take this double dab because I don't need to take a big dab before I take an even bigger dab. Not before noon because I'm responsible. That's key. It's responsibility. Don't want to take too many big dabs before noon. That's called being responsible. I like to fucking fluff these Q-tips up a little bit. They seem to absorb a little bit better if you just fluff them a little bit up. Got to feather it. Only probably one person that watches this this podcast will know what that means, but I see you, Chino. I know you're watching, bro. All right, double dab. Let's see how it goes, all right? Let's see what happens. We're going to use the bigger rig because bigger rig will be easier with something like this. Okay, this nail is going to go in the cap because there's no pearls in it. We'll use the bubble cap to cap that one. This nail will go into the rig. I want to stretch. Yeah. <laughs> that was a stretch, right? I hope so. I really have no idea, but it felt good. Man, this Sunday sale, we're going to have some cool shit today. I wish I could chill and live with you guys, but 
my parents aren't here to like help us with the baby or anything so we're just gonna probably post a IGTV video of the whole little Sunday sale I'll talk to you guys there and um and then my wife will handle it in the emails. You know how it's going to be. Make sure you make that email up. Send it at exactly 11 o'clock Mountain Time. This will create the list of people essentially like you guys waiting in line to get in. Then my wife will go from in order from the first person go down. Do not send more than one email. If you send another email, what happens is it automatically puts your name back to the bottom of the list because it starts a new email chain so or email thread or whatever. So please just send one email on Sunday. There's going to be some really cool stuff in that like $600 range, somewhere around there. Um, there are going to be micros like this guy right here. There'll be micros like this with the little opal on the side and stuff. So it should be a fun Sunday. There'll be some really unique fades, some really cool fades, all new colors, things you guys have never seen before. So, And it's like, how do we keep coming out with colors you guys have never seen before? Because we've done so much. It's infinite, really. I literally have two guys that all they do is play with color. I tell them to come in here and you just have fun. Make cool color combos. Do crazy fades. Do whatever. Make stuff to sleeve over another thing to create another color. And then we just keep creating shit. <clears throat> Eventually, I think in a few years, Bear Mountain Studios is going to have their own like specific color line that our pieces only have. That When you see it and you see that color, you're like, oh, that's a Bear Mountain piece. I can just tell because it has this color on it. That's a Bear Mountain color. But... Everything will happen with time. I'm only at year seven. We're just starting. I mean, the guys I look up to, like Banjo, Yushin, uh, Mike Luna, like all these guys I really look up to, they've been doing it 15 plus years, you know? Some of them have been doing it 20 plus years. Actually, I think all those guys are 20 plus years. I think Mike Luna started in 1998. So, like, I can't imagine where I'm going to be at year 22. My kid will be a teenager. That's actually when I'm going to need to be successful. Being successful right now when my daughter's a baby really doesn't matter. I need to be successful while she can remember it. Because how funny it would be if, like, I just fall off in, like, a year and then she starts, like, really making serious memories and it's, like, three, four, five. And I'm like, I was successful once. I made a cool bong once. She's like, sure, Dad. I'm sure you made a cool bong once. I'm like, no, it was crazy. I spun water and everything. My accent's going to change once I get older, if you don't know. So... Okay, okay. I gotta hit this now too. Jeez, I'm not prepared. I'll tell you what. How am I gonna? This is here's the thing. When you're doing one of these double dabs by yourself, you're never gonna get the temp great. One of these dabs will be hot. It is what it is. I'm only heating that one up that much. Actually, no, it's fucking smoking. You know what, though? With this temp thing, I probably could heat the nails, bounce back and forth, and get them around the... No. I'm not making sense. We'll see what happens, guys. I don't know if this is going to be great. But it's really going to be something. Oh, I don't have dabs scooped or anything. Okay. I'm just going to put that right there. Leave her hooked on there. <sighs> I uh, would say don't use a long neck like I am on this, but all I have is long necks here. Those little things can handle a regular... <clears throat> fucking now. Okay. Let's do the Viola because it's less expensive. Because it's just going to be a fucking mess. Oh, wait, I should probably talk on the mic. Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> I've been bad with it the last few episodes. I'm going to get a new mic stand that's a little shorter, though, because this new table is a totally different setup. So we need a smaller mic stand. 
because this thing's a little bit long for this. So I can put a dab at either end. I think that's probably the most intelligent way. This is, I'm not qualified. I'm not hardcore toke. This is too much. God, that kid is good at smoking hash, isn't he? I just watch his videos. I'm like, look at you. Does he just run? Does he have crazy cardio? What is it? Sometimes I gotta run out of breath just tying my shoes. That's why I know I need to go back to my trainer. Thank God, I'm going back in October. Yeah, whatever. Here we go. Oh, I'm, this is going to be kind of weird. So let's see here. So actually, I'm just going to go like this. I'll put that in there. That up there. That right there. And that in there. Is that how we do it? I think that top mail needs to be heated up. Oh, hey, who? Oh, I got it. I got it, bro. Enter on the. Oh, hey, which way does it go? Fuck. This is great. Probably should have put a spinner up here, honestly. <coughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <coughs> okay, I'm shaking. That's something. Board the hash out. Put a little more hash in there. Oh, turps. We'll finish this dab down here, right? I don't think I even need to finish it. My head hurts. <coughs> Put some pearls in here. Okay. And then we do this. <coughs> just, just going up. Okay. Isn't this cool, guys? This is what I'm giving you at the end of the episode. No one makes it this far. And the few of you that do, this is for you guys. <coughs> for your health. <coughs> this is going to taste gross now, but honestly, but... Hey, why are you spinning? Do we need, is that with too much airflow? Do we need a tighter, tighter spinner? Oh, whoa! <laughs> They're both spinning. Okay, that's done. Okay. Um, as you can see, oh, <coughs> pointless. Pointless. Don't even, don't even get one. Don't even get one, <coughs> but it's fun. Only get one if you want to have fun. Um, don't get one if you're like, dude, this is the next level in smoking technology, the flavor. You get two different flavors at once. It's like, why don't you just put two different dabs on one dabber then? But <coughs> it looks funny. And when you get both pearls spinning, it's pretty cool. Um, my dude, Scooter. It's Scooter something on Instagram. I wish I knew his exact tag, but he has a video of him stacking like four of these and all the pearls are spinning in all four nails. It's awesome. Okay, I'm just trying to catch my breath. 
Well, I'm happy I used BHO for that dab because what a waste. But I'm way more stoned than I planned on being. So it worked. You know, the desired effect is to get stoned. So we achieved the desired effect. Oh my goodness. Well, guys, it's been a fun episode. Don't forget to check out bmsglass.com for all your... Wow, did you guys hear that fucking weird noise? I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was for the weird ASMR people that like the... I'm not saying you're weird, but hey, it's a little weird. Um, but yeah, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com for any merch and stuff like that. We have new shirts coming out. The tie-dye pre-sales, I think, should be shipping next week. Um, they're all made to order with our local company here, our friends here in uh, Colorado Springs, Lively Vibes, so... They got the order. They're making all the tie-dyes. They'll be going out soon. Uh, then we have that new uh, Halloween-ish shirt dropping soon. I keep wanting to wear it, but my wife won't let me wear it because she needs to get product photos first because as soon as I wear something, it gets dirty. So she won't let me wear it. Um, but we should be showing that shirt off here soon. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitch and subscribe if you'd like. We have cool emotes and stuff that you get when you subscribe. We will have a Twitch schedule soon. We're working so hard on it. Um, we do have the new cameras. We should be streaming with those by the time you guys see this episode. Um, there's lots changing. So this is, we're getting ready to basically start promoting all this. I don't, I like really vaguely promote the podcast on Instagram because I've been just trying to like get my feet wet in it, learn how to do it and maneuver it and navigate through the podcast. Cause this is like a different thing for me and I'm getting more and more comfortable and we should start, we're going to start doing segments and having more of a format to these episodes so that you guys know each week what you're going to be looking forward to. You might have your favorite segment you like, stuff like that. Uh, I've been working on all different things, but like anything, if you're doing a bunch of different projects, everything takes longer to finish because you're doing so much at once. Um, and again, thank you so much, everybody who supports the podcast. I hope you all have a great day. And uh, thank you, everybody that supports the Sunday sale. We'll see if we sell some pieces today. Thank you.